This is The Rundown, presented by The Runner Washington. Featuring Alex McIntyre and Kyle Paulson. And now, here is your host, The Runner Washington himself, Keenan Gray. Happy New Year. Welcome to 2021. This is the first episode of 2021, episode 14 of The Rundown. Keenan Gray from The Runner Washington, joined by always Alex McIntyre, Kyle Paulson. Before we go into top 10 lists, as everyone saw that the top 10 final rankings came out this last Friday, one through 10 boys. We'll talk about that, debate a little bit, and perhaps see who maybe we think are our three best in our own opinion about that and dive into it after our first segment of the day, which is talk to him. We're going to bring him talk to him back again. And we're going to have our first guest in. He is a senior from Mount Vernon high school with talk to him. Just a little reminder for everyone. The last time we did it, they get a two and a half minute conversation with one of us. And I believe Owen is going to be talking with Alex today. So Owen, how's it going, man? I'm good. How are you? Oh, and your time starts now with Alex. First question is super, super important. It might be my best one yet. If you could only have pizza or pasta for every meal, the rest of your life, which would you choose? Keep in mind, you could go have access to all pastas and all types of pizzas, but you only get one of them the rest of your life. Which one and why? Um, I think I'm going to go with pasta here. Um, the reason for that is one, it's pretty good. And two, I'm a runner and it's great to have an M4 race. So that's what I'm going to go with. There you go. Lots of variety too. So, uh, okay. Uh, tell me about the best long run of your life. Just like a long run that sticks out to you in your mind is that was a great long run. Um, one of my best long runs was one of my 13 mile long runs I did, uh, this fall, I kind of started off with a little bit of uphill and some elevation. And then I kind of just cruised down the rest of it. Kind of like the later half of the run, it was just great. Just cruising like six forty fives, you know, just feeling great. It was awesome. Yeah. You ever feel that some people call it the runner's high where there's endorphins release and you just feel like you could like, man, why don't I feel like this in a race? Yeah. After I got to that uphill, you know, going down and stuff. And once I got to the flats, just felt amazing. Love it. Awesome. Uh, how about a weird pre-race ritual? You got one, you got something that you like have to do before a race or maybe the night before. Um, one thing I definitely do sometimes is, uh, a lucky pair of socks for sure. That's a good one for me. Do they have something on them? Um, not really particularly, honestly. <laughs> you just you just know they're lucky. That's good. I like that. Uh, okay, let's see here. So, Owen, you're a senior, right? 
Uh, yeah. If you could go back and give your freshman self some running advice, what would it be? Uh, I think I would tell myself to, you know, train hard and, you know, don't let what others say affect you that much, you know, and kind of like get the grind in because I really started to realize what I could do um, and how things were going, you know, my sophomore year. And I just wish, you know, I could have jumped on it just a little bit earlier and gotten that little edge to what I am now. Perfect. Keenan, were you giving me the time? Yeah, right there. That was perfect. Um, Owen, before you go, so like I said, you go to Mount Vernon High School. I'm personally telling you this, and I know Alex and Kyle aren't big basketball fans, but that gym at Mount Vernon High School is the greatest gym of all time. Like, I, I'm being dead serious. Like, ever playing district basketball games there as the coolest place to watch basketball. So, uh, what are your thoughts on that gym? It's so historical. You know, I've heard some some cool things about that gym from other people, but uh, great place to be. We have all of our assemblies in there. It's a great atmosphere. Um, the wood bleachers and everything kind of just give it this vibe. That's really cool. Owen, oh, thanks for your time. And things are looking good right now. WIA might be having a season pretty soon. So hopefully see you back out there rocking the green and white for the Bulldogs. Fingers crossed. All right, Owen, thanks. All right, our next two, it's a duo, so we're going to give them five minutes to talk. And by the way, it might be everyone's favorite dynamic duo in the entire state of Washington. Uh, they're not in high school anymore. They actually run in collegiately, but they both hail from Walla Walla High School, and that's Cannon and Gotti and Cooper Cortinas. Fellas, it's always a pleasure talking with you guys. I'm asking you guys the questions today. First, I want to know, how did your friendship come about? I'll start with you, Cannon, if you know the answers to this. Me and Cooper, we played on the same basketball team in, like, first grade. And then in sixth – we went to school together in sixth grade and we started playing basketball. And then after that, we started running. And, yeah, that was that. So, Cooper, playing basketball with Cannon, what was that like? I don't know. He was always on the bench. He was my backup. Is this true? Cannon, Cooper says you were on the bench behind him. Is this true? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, yes. <laughs> so, yeah. when you both got into running, how competitive were you guys against one another, even though you were teammates? Is, it, is this one – should I answer this first? Just go for it, yeah. Any, any of you guys, split out. Uh, well, we weren't super competitive until, like, sophomore year because he didn't take it seriously until then. But then uh, then it was, like, the person we were trying to beat in every race was each other instead of everyone else. That was the main goal was to beat each other pretty much every week. The cannon for you? Um, yeah, I agree. I mean – all through middle school and stuff, I wanted to beat Cooper mainly. And then around sophomore year track season, I actually, that was like actually kind of reasonable to do. And then after that, yeah, we just took shots at each other and he's the main person I wanted to beat every race. So, so how's the college life been for you guys? Obviously it's your first year, not probably the way you want to have a freshman year, but Canada, I want to start with you living in Phoenix. It's hot down there. Yeah. 
I mean, when I first got down here, it was like 1.15 during the day. So we had to run at like 4.30 in the morning or it was just terrible. But I've been really enjoying it. Like right now it's like 70 out. And, and you're running with a lot of Washington guys like Brian Martinez, Isaiah Ellis. What's it like training with those guys? Uh, it's great. Isaiah's like injured a lot through so far, but yeah, me and Brian run together quite a bit. He's just more mid D focused on more longer stuff. So we usually have like different kind of workouts, but it's been fun. And Cooper, for you, what's the uh, college life been like? It's been great. Uh, getting smoked in every workout's really motivating. Uh, you know, it's, I mean, almost everyone here is faster than me, which is just good motivation to not be lazy anymore. And it's expected that they're going to be a little bit faster than you because you are a freshman. They have more experience. Uh, but other than like the running scene, you don't even get Cougar football Saturday. You don't even get to be in-person classes. So what's that like? Uh, well, I mean, I don't know any different really, but uh, it's like we, I still watch all the football games every Saturday when they would play. And online school is just – it's it's weird just sitting with uh, someone talking to you over the computer for an hour straight, but it's fine. It's just what we have to do. Now I'm going to leave this last opportunity for Kyle to ask you guys a question. So Kyle, give him your question. I sent an amazing troll photo to uh, Runner Space uh, saying you guys are the Ikamike and team picture for the Nike National um event how whose idea was that and how'd you guys pick your photo um that that was me that sent that in and uh like kind of had that idea i wanted to do it the year before too but i just like didn't think it was like i know the combined guys very well how they take it and then the next year i'm like i i'm just like whatever Full send <laughs> yeah i sent it in and then runner space blocked me but <laughs> oh no so where these they, wait hold on fell hold on, on your own sword hold on a second okay, before he asked they blocked you yeah so well me and cooper have like an account together and i sent it in through that account and then yeah they blocked us <laughs> yeah, you guys have a troll account right yeah what, i don't even know what this it. picture is you got to tell me what this picture is now it's a, i'm not it's, aware it's an old photo of is it five of you guys from walla walla it's i think it's six of us it was just like it was like six of our guys from our friend group and we had just scrimmaged the c-team basketball team at wahai and we just took a picture and then i just sent in that random picture and runner space took it i don't yeah, they was they literally legendary. was wearing Absolutely old legendary. school basketball old school basketball uniforms right here, like this yeah. one. Like he was wearing a wizard's uniform, and Runner Space thought that was Kamaya Kid. I about <laughs> lost Wall it when I saw in the background. <laughs> I about lost it when I saw these. Might be the best prank by you two. Maybe there's more. Yeah. There has to be more to come though. So the um, best the best prank following that up. That's awesome. It was fantastic. I just laughed my butt off. I said took a little screenshot and sent to Rex. It's like look what they did. This is hilarious. He got a good laugh out of it. Cooper Cannon, always a pleasure chatting back up with you guys. Uh, hopefully, I, I, I don't know what the circumstances are for an indoor track season, but maybe there's gonna be an outdoor track and field season. So enjoy being back in school because i know i will in the next couple of weeks but 
Uh, it was we good chatting chat with you guys. We got to get you guys back on. I've got more questions. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fellas. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. All right. That was Cooper Cortinez and Cannon Angadi of Walla Walla High School. And our final guest in talk to him is Kai Gunlat. I hope I pronounced his last name correctly. Gunlat. Uh, graduated from Bishop Blanchett last season and now is at Claremont McKenna College. Um, Kai, first of all, I want to ask you, where the heck is Claremont McKenna College? Oh, it's, it's, it's just east of Los Angeles uh, in SoCal. So. Well, the floor is yours. You're talking with the second place Bishop Blanchett guy, both individually and as a team. So hopefully this goes over well. First of all, Kai, thank you for coming on. Really appreciate your time. Um, just want to say, you know, that 2019 season was absolutely incredible. Uh, you had just a phenomenal run and so did that whole Bishop Blanchett team. We, we went honestly thinking like, okay, we're going to do really well at state to, you know, seeing you guys having three in the top 10 going, Oh man, did we even win this thing? Uh, so go, going into that meet, did you guys have a Bay Aguara speeches or anything like that? Or what was kind of the mentality? Uh, we were very excited for the state meet, but we were also very serious about it. Like I, I had a feeling like before, like every, no one really thought we were going to do well. Like everyone was kind of like, Oh, Bishop Blanchett, they're a good team, but they're not going to perform so well at state. But we knew like, we would be a genuine challenge to Kamayakin. And I think, I think actually the Kamayakin team knew that, but not many other people. And I knew like, uh, looking at everyone's results and stuff, I was like, we, we, we have been like, I think throughout the season, we've been like, we were like moving up slowly, uh, getting better and better in competitions and stuff. And I remember after Nike hole in the wall, which I think was a big stepping stone for our team. Uh, we, we placed second just behind Jesuit and we knew um, we got ranked, I think third in NXR or something. And we knew coming to state, like we have a chance to win a title. And we've also been thinking about it since like I was a freshman, uh, me and my teammates are like, we have a good solid uh, class. Like let's go for it. Uh, we want to dethrone North central. I know that's what made I think a lot of our teams here in Washington, great, especially at the three level is having that, statue of North central knocking them down and getting that 11th streak. That was my serious question. I'm going to kind of steal some of Alex's thunder and ask some kind of goofy ones. So bear with, bear with me. Uh, what's your favorite sports drink? My favorite sports drink. So after every run, uh, there's a rivalry. It's either chocolate milk or Gatorade. <laughs> it's like a mix of, of the two, I guess a little bit. Um, always super refreshing after like a cross country meet workout, anything. Um, Awesome. Favorite cereal. Favorite cereal. It's gotta be fruit loops. Always like them since I was a kid, like my parents never bought them much, but like when I got them, like I savored them. So I think that's gotta be a thing. Cause I love pop tarts cause my parents would never buy them. They'd always refuse like to buy pop tarts. And I was an adult with money. I've got way too many. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you have any pre-race superstitions? Do you have like any ritual, like, you know, yeah. touch the roof or anything like that? Um, I always, uh, before every race, I would always like eat the same thing for some reason. I had to be in like some schedule, like I would eat a, a bagel with peanut butter and bananas or something. And then I would also like, um, I think before every race, I would always spend, I would put my headphones in and like listen to music just for like 30 to 45 minutes. Uh, not for too long to get me too worked up or anything, but like enough to get me really motivated and excited for the race to come. And I think it helps, helps build mental toughness and helps, um, 
uh, I don't know. It helps, helps make me, uh, more ready for like the strategy of the race and stuff. What's that playlist look like? Uh, so you got some like uh, music from flume, imagine dragons, uh, tears for fears, uh, and Phil Collins and stuff, uh, all there. Um, I think, I think one of those songs, I think I, I remember listening before the Metro championships was I can feel it coming in the air tonight. And like, I just remember that the, the drums where they just like started to go down and stuff. And like, it just, it, it like hyped me up like for the, the last mile and stuff. Awesome. What are you studying over at uh, CMS? Have you picked a major? Uh, right now I'm looking at environment economics and politics. So kind of combining those three into a major. Nice. Nice. You have like a dream job career. You want to go with that? Uh, I would like to go into politics. Uh, something in the, the political sphere is kind of like my, my dream job. Uh, that's a, after today, that is a very brave, brave choice. <laughs> What's your, <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's your favorite race course? My favorite race course. Oh, it's, it's gotta be lower woodland, lower woodland. Um, there's just, I first, as a freshman, I hated it. Um, but gradually it's a course that it grew on me over time. And as I got older, as a, as a senior, I really liked that course. I knew everything about it, uh, where to go, where to go fast. And I honestly, even like the hilly part, like I even like this hill, we call suicide hill right by the dog park. It's really steep. It's hard to run fast on that hill, but if you, you go fast on it, it, it really, um, will help later on in the race. That's why you guys have like your, um, league and district race, right? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I think we've done that one year. It's very right, difficult. I'm going to I'm have to cut you both off. I know you're having a great conversation. You too, but I have to cut you off. Kai, always a pleasure talking with you, man. And best of luck this next semester or quarter. However, it goes down in Los Angeles, man. Yeah. Thanks for yeah. having me. I yeah, hope you get a season. Fingers crossed. Really appreciate it. <laughs> now wrap it up for talk to him segment today. My thanks to Mount Vernon's Owen Corcoran, Walla Walla's Cooper Cortinas and Cannon and Gotti. And lastly from Bishop Blanchett, Kai Gunlat. Moving on the boys top 10 list one through 10. And if you haven't read it, check it out on the runner was website at www.therunnerwad.com or on Instagram, check out the video there. Um, but I'm just going to, Name off the guys that cracked this top 10 and finish it up for us. Coming in at number 10, Jamar Distel of Riverside High School. A, a very talented kid. And his talent is unlike any other classman I've seen in Washington in the last couple of years. At, at the beginning of the year, he was running top tier times. Both at Highlander Invite and Battle for the 509. And I know you guys weren't there to, at those two invites, but I for sure thought this kid was going to run away with the 1A because he was just, he was competing with all these 4A, 3A schools in the GSL league. And we know how tough those schools are in that league. Um, but unfortunately had a midseason injury and finished in a disappointing 13th place at the 1A state cross country championships. Look for a big bounce back from this kid. And he's already getting, I believe some highly recruited teams looking at him like the university of Washington. So someone like a 1A runner like him, it's very rare to see those guys come around. Coming at number nine, Zach Munson of Seahome High School. I don't know how you feel about this comparison, Kyle, but I compare him to your guy, Isaac Teeples, a little bit. He's, he's very talented, he's driven, and he's someone who will make a household name for himself. And even in, during the COVID times, in his track season as a freshman, Munson put together a 427 
1,600, and a 923, 3,200 last spring. Pretty impressive numbers right there as a freshman in COVID times, so even without competition. And then I guess this fall, he ran a 5K time trial of 1512. Coming at number eight, William Schneider, another underclassman, will be a sophomore this year. And I think, he, I believe he is our, nope, sir, excuse me, he's not our only, he's not our highest ranked underclassman. Um, but as I mentioned back in the 3A Boys Cross Country preview way back in July, which seems like forever ago, William Schneider has set the bar high for himself after his freshman year. I mean, you run 1539 at the state meet and you place, I believe it was seventh overall in 3A. And 3A was a very competitive meet last year. It was a very competitive meet. So for him, I guess with Isaac Teeples and Kamaikin moving up, the door is pretty wide open for him to compete with the Elms, Bryce Serkinick and North Central Leif Swanson for that individual title. So we'll see what happens. And speaking of Leif Swanson, he comes in at seven, uh, finished, I believe, seventh his sophomore year, unfortunately finished 21st. Um, but it was, it was a step in the right direction for his team. Now, it may not be a step in the right direction for him from an individual perspective, but North Central did very well as a group last year. Coming at number six, Brendan Jackson of Jack, Brendan Charbonneau of Jackson High School. Uh, as of right now, the status of Brendan Charbonneau is, is not looking great. He did have a neck injury this last fall. But if you were to look at the neck injury and focus on him being the healthiest he can, he's a dark horse pick in, for me in the 4A. In late September, he threw down a 15-14 5K to place first overall in the Nike Portland virtual cross-country meet, which year in, year out, Nike Portland has become a, a prestigious meet. I still think it is a prestigious meet. I would call the virtual meet a pretty high-end one. Um, he may not get the senior year because of COVID and the injury, um, but he still deserves recognition, like I said. Coming in at number five, Sam Geiger of Camus High School. Uh, for Sam, being part of Camus's first ever state team title in cross country is going to be, I think, his biggest motivator this season for more accomplishments in 2021. And yeah, sixth place was great at the state meet, but I think he's chasing for more. And that 4A race featuring Sam, uh, his own teammate, Evan Jenkins, Ethan Coleman of Olympia and Isaac Teeples. That's going to be a battle. That's going to be a grind. If, if we have a state for a meet, uh, his races at Nike hole in the wall ran a personal best 15, 15. So we know the talent is there. And of course we can't compare hole in the wall to the state meet. Uh, but they were only, there was only a seven second difference between that time and the hole in the wall and the state meet time. So perhaps he might be able to run some faster time, this go around when it comes to the state meet coming at number four and Alex's favorite athlete of all time, probably Bryce Serkinick. Uh, Gunzi, I think I'm, I'm going to say this from the bottom of my heart and just not just because I'm a Zag, but I think the Zags landed the best senior cross country recruit in the entire state of Washington. I, I, I truly believe that this kid works year in and year out, gets better. And he's had a pretty solid fall. I believe ran a 5K time trial of 1451 and a 3,000-meter time trial of 1839. And as I mentioned, over the course of his four years running for Alex and with the Tornadoes, Sirkinik has consistently gotten faster and stronger each season and has earned the respect of many around the state, making him my early favorite to win the 3-8 individual title, which I know, Alex, you really appreciate me saying that because I have a lot of belief in this kid. Coming at number three, Evan Jenkins of Camus High School. 
Much like many on this list, Evan is another young star who could make some more noise in his junior year after a very, very incredible sophomore season, placing fourth in another tough 4A league, uh, 15-18 at the state meet. Hasn't ran a time, at least in 2020, that we know of, um, but expect him to be up there along with his teammate, Sam Geiger. Number two, Ethan Coleman. I had Ethan, I believe, at four. And then I moved him and Bryce because Ethan threw down a 14.43 5K on the track. I think they'll take the 14.43 or the 14.51. Sorry, Alex. But uh, Ethan Coleman is the real deal right now. And and between him and Isaac Teeples, those two are my favorites to go one-two right now at the state meet. Um, From placing 78th, his cross-country season as a freshman, to placing 12th as a sophomore. That is a huge leap for him. And he's only, he's only going to be a junior this year. So right now, even if he doesn't win this year against Isaac, that the next two years, this battle is going to be really fun. And of course, wrapping up at number one, everyone knows Isaac Teeples, the, the best rudder in Washington up to this point right now. Um, this fall, Isaac went down to the desert twilight meet in Arizona and placed fourth overall running a 5K time of 15.01, which I believe was a personal best for him. And then him and Olympia's Ethan Coleman battled it out on the track. And Isaac actually came in second by a second running 14.44. Now that Kamaikin has moved up to 4A, T-Poles, I'm sorry to say this, and I like the kid and he's a great competitor. He's not going to have it easy this year to repeat as an individual champion, especially as mentioned when you're running up against Camus's Sam Geiger, Evan Jenkins, and Olympia's Ethan Coleman. All right, I'm going to take a deep breath, let you guys chat in a little bit. When you look at this list, who stands out to you the most? Uh, I'll say it so that Kyle doesn't have to. I, I think that you're not giving Isaac enough credit here, Keenan. I mean, you put him as number one, but um, I, I think he's a standout by a long shot. Um, this is a really solid 10. One of the one of the better 10 we've had in a while. Uh, I think Isaac is just a different level. Um, he's He's got just that, that, that champion mindset. He kind of walks the walk, talks the talk, looks the part. Um, and when you watch him race, it's, it's just a different athlete who knows how to win. Doesn't really leave things up to chance. Uh, Isaac is definitely the standout on this list, I think. I don't think it's going to be as close as you do. But I hope you're right because it makes for a better race. <laughs> I was going to say maybe not that. But uh, I think when we look at this top 10, I mean, we're talking about guys who are separated by seconds. Like, you know, depending on who is the best day, it's going to be real close. I've, I watched the Ohio state Clemson game and, um, Dabo Sweeney, the Clemson coach had Ohio state, Ohio state at 11th in his coach's ranking. So I don't want to say too much about some of the other guys because <laughs> then you're going to have egg on your face later down the road. Right. Um, but, yeah, just phenomenal athletes all around from top to bottom. I guarantee you, if you ask any of those guys, they're they're thinking they're the number one. That's what makes Washington so competitive. And I just think this is fun with all the different variables that are involved too. Like we haven't seen a track season. We haven't seen a cross-country season. Um, you know, the three of us is 
you know, admirers of the sport who have been following it for um, a while. I mean, we're all young guys, but uh, there's a huge difference between a 5k on a track and a 5k on a cross country course. They're just, they're totally different races. So these are kind of cool reflections of where they're at right now, but you put these 10 guys on a, on a course, grass and Hills. Uh, I think the, the spread in times is going to be quite a bit different. So I, I don't know who lands where in that race, uh, but toughness is a talent for sure. And just to clarify when Alex says young, I'm the young one here. These two guys are the old, old geezers here. So I'm the only one out of the bunch. But aside from that, Alex, I, I agree with you. I mean, there's so much talent on this list, variety of talent too, with speed, strength, endurance it's all across the board but if you had to choose three guys three guys on your that you want on your team to start building up a program who are those three b and why and i'll start with you alex uh i'm gonna go with with our i'm gonna go with isaac number one i think i made that pretty clear why um i'm gonna go with ethan as a younger guy who had stepped up he's an upperclassman now but we i think we just kind of started to see what ethan was doing um and now he's bigger he's stronger he's you know a classman and i think he's going to do some pretty cool things and i do uh have to go with bryce i i just i've seen the consistency um of of bryce's growth he knows how to take care of his body he's not going to let injury be an issue it never has been before because he knows how to do things right he does all the little things um he i mean the best way i can describe bryce now they say i'm biased because I, i run with him every single day um but we were actually running with with uh isaac in montana a couple of uh last summer and they were just grinding up this hill and he's like man it was like just a grind we were working so hard and it was going to be like who drops first and none of them dropped and i was like it's like man how did you do it wasn't that painful he's like yeah it's super painful but i just didn't really care and i'm like man <laughs> if every kid got that right like if every kid could just say i just didn't really care about the pain that that w- it would be a, a different culture so um yeah that's that's my three how about you kyle very similar top three. I think from what I've seen, Isaac, Ethan, and Bryce are, are up there. Um, I know the two Camus guys, we just had Owen on talking about, excuse me, Cannon and Cooper on talking about how they push each other to become better runners. But and those two have each other every single, maybe every single day, depending on, on their COVID precautions, but two great runners pushing each other. They're going to be close, but and I think Bryce has a, just an incredible work ethic. Um, and I follow him on Strava. He does, he's been doing a lot of great, great runs. I think Ethan is from what I've seen and talked to, he's a bit of a, a track junkie. I guarantee you he's working hard every single day and Isaac's also being super consistent. So based off what I know, what I've been seeing, those are my top three as well. I'm, I'm going to take this a different approach. I'm going to give you my three here. I, I, I'll go with Isaac for a couple reasons. One, he's been on two state championship teams and he's had that state experience. He knows what it takes to win it all. He's the only guy on this list that has won a state championship. So I'm going to take him as my, basically my captain, my leader of my group. If I'm going to build something together, um, this may come as a shock to you guys, but I'm going to take Evan Jenkins. I'm going to take Evan for a couple of reasons. One, uh, the family itself has had some quite some runners 
and the gene that's in the genes. They've had a great family of runners, including Hallie and Emma on the girl side. Uh, and I think being around guys like Daniel Mayton and Sam Geiger um, and Jackson Line, Spencer Twyman, I believe I pronounced that right. That culture at Canvas is just unbelievable with the talent they have. So I think right there, he wants to be talked like those like those guys. He wants to be someone like a Daniel Mayton. He wants to be someone like a Sam Geiger who can year in year out runs very well. So I'm going to go with Evan as my second guy. And then my third guy, I'm going to go with an even younger kid. And that's going to be William Schneider of Bishop Blanchette, just because I want to build my program up from the bottom to the top, whether it's sophomores, juniors, seniors, I think someone like a William Schneider, like I said, has set the bar high for himself. And I think Bishop Blanchette is going to surprise a lot of people. And the Arlington Eagles, I think, should watch out for the Blanchett Braves with the trio they have this year. That is a tough trio of runners, and Schneider, Tyler Graff, and Drew Oliver coming in from Cedar Park Christian. So those are my three right there, William Schneider, Evan Jenkins, and Isaac Teeples. I actually really like Schneider as a pick, Keenan. I think that's a good one um, because just because – it's just crazy that, that what you see happen between like a sophomore and a junior year and he'll, he'll be a junior next year. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So he'll have his sophomore season this year. Yeah. So just a really, um, you know, if he's doing things right, a really solid year of training, I wouldn't be surprised if, if he comes back and, um, is right there neck and neck with Bryce. Well, Bryce will be gone by then. Cause he'll graduate. <laughs> Oh, That's you're talking true. about you're talking. Well, I, was, I think you're talking about this year. If if there is going to oh. be a three A state meet, yeah, because yeah. I totally see Bryce and Will neck and neck with one another. Uh, but John O'Leary, the head coach at Blanchett, does a phenomenal job with all of the kids that have come through his program. So that's my three. All right, that will wrap it up for our top ten list as we discuss. This is what it's going to look like for the rest of the year. And hopefully in the next coming weeks, we will have a girls top 50 list starting up. I believe next Friday, 41 through 50, we'll start up and we'll post that on the runner's website and on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Before we let everyone go, I know you've all seen my post recently. I have teamed up with an app, a website, a source, whatever you want to call it. Kadoo. If you haven't heard of Kadoo, no, it's not the board game. Like you would play like, cranium or whatever back then if anyone even knows the the game could do do you guys know the game the board game could do no yeah yeah isn't it like um yeah like you get putty and you got time and you got to. it's something yeah pictures. it's something like that it, i just know it's uh, it's tied with cranium mm -hmm. or, or something like that clearly alex you have you were not educated as a child to know what could do is so i'm sorry for you because could was such a fun board game what a loss, man. It is a loss. But getting back to the making the point of reference to Kadoo. So Kadoo basically is an app where you sign up to do these challenges. You pay to do these challenges. And if you complete these challenges, one, you get your money back. Don't have to lose any money through that. Second, if whoever signs up for the competition, they don't complete it you get some of their money and therefore you receive obviously your payment back and then whatever else they, that opponent paid in for the bank. So let's just say there's two of us. I pay 40 bucks for something. Kyle pays 40 bucks for something. I complete the challenge. I get my $40 back. Now, if Kyle does not have to complete, if Kyle doesn't complete the challenge, I get his 40 bucks. Therefore I get $80. 
So I got 40 bucks richer just from that. So, um, you don't have to be 18 years old to sign up. It's free for anybody to do sign up and do it through. I believe you can do it through PayPal as well. Um, but give Kadu a checkout. Uh, it's a cool app and I highly encourage those that are wanting to stay motivated during the winter time to get fit and make some money. Uh, it's definitely something to look into. So, um, challenge the runner Washington challenge, Alex McIntyre challenge, Kyle Paulson to some challenges, try to steal some of their money. So that's our little spiel for Canoe today. Hopefully maybe I might get some money just for doing a little advertisement for that. Um, Funny you're taking that, it from my child. So the guilt, I hope you feel a lot of guilt about that. That's yeah. going to wrap it up for our show today. Final thoughts, uh, Alex, when you talk to him, I know this wasn't the most exciting show in the world, but talking with high school athletes and former high school athletes, your thoughts on that today. Oh, I think it's exciting. I think it's super fun, especially when we're just not as connected right now. So to, to hear some of the voices, know that they're uh, still out there getting after it, having some fun, seeing a little bit of that post-secondary success from a few of our athletes also. Uh, it's, it's fun. I have a good time doing those segments. Kyle, top 10 list. It can go anywhere for the 4A boys, at least, and the 3A boys. Um, it's a tight bunch right there in that top 10. Oh, yeah. Just once again, Washington proves we're one of the best states for cross country. I mean, just look at those, that top 10 list, top 20, top 50. I mean, just great runners that are itching to make a name for themselves and do what it takes to win. So hopefully they're all working hard, even right now, even with all this uncertainty and proven that they deserve to be on that top list. Like I said, it wasn't the content we had a lot for you guys today. But other than that, that's going to be our show. For Alex McIntyre, Kyle Paulson, Keenan Gray, this has been The Rundown presented by The Runner Washington. Hope you guys enjoyed this short episode, and we hope to have you guys back real soon. Have a good one. This is Keenan Gray from The Runner Washington. Thank you for tuning in to The Rundown presented by The Runner Washington here on SoundCloud. For more information on all things high school, cross country, and track and field here in the state of Washington, visit my website at www.therunnerwa.com. And be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as well. And we hope to all see you real soon as February 1st is the start date for the 2021 cross country season.